0: Clear wasn't sure how long she'd been down here, but she knew she'd spent more time in this world than any other. It was odd to think about. Those other worlds had been whole galaxies and afterlives, but they couldn't compare to this small stone hamlet. Clear had spent ages exploring every nook of this town, and every time it felt like she discovered something new. A new shop filled with jars of preserves or an intimidating staff made of bone that had a dangerous feeling. And every so often, she'd find something that wouldn't make sense. A pool of maple syrup behind an old mansion, or a mysterious section of town rendered silent. But there was something else about this town that really piqued Claire's interests. She couldn't help but think back to her mother's words down at the bottom, about community, giving the land back to the people. This town seemed to show the strength of her mother's words. It was a fraction of those previous worlds in size, and yet it felt endlessly vast in comparison. It made Clear think, what am I supposed to do when I get back to the surface? Clear didn't have an answer, but if she had a wish, she would want Wormwood to be just as magical as this little town.
1: Покайся, пацан, ведь во сам. ты влип,
2: пацан,
3: no worries we found uh, we found a cupboard and it had everyone's potential in it swimming around in there everyone who everyone who dies in the in the big stadium oops their potential gets shoved in a cupboard,
2: oh, well, that's bleak,
3: yeah, a little, little bit huh yeah, v- Vindras was vibing, and she accidentally found the the potential cupboard i mean it is a cupboard, it's not potential a potential cupboard that's what.
4: <laughs> So the last yes. time we left this adventure, uh, the party won an exciting battle to draw the God King's attention, so that he would come to the stadium. Which now, by implication, you understand why he shows up when exciting battles happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because that's that's some good potential. I was waiting if anybody was going to ask the Abbot, like, why would he? Why in the middle of a war would he come to see a sports event? It's because if there's someone strong fighting, he gets to take their strongness.
3: See, y- you know that. That makes sense, but I just assumed that he was just a real big sports fan. I was like, he's a monarch. He loves to watch people fight. Yeah.
0: I was like, we, we literally have a sitting leader who, during every national crisis, goes golfing. So I just
4: assumed <laughs> he's just a shitty fucking leader. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, But, so, the last uh, we left this adventure, Vindross discovered uh, where all this stolen potential is being kept. is uh, underneath the Colosseum. Uh, so she can go back and report that to the the party as they wake up and uh decide what to do about that let's let's start right back in the locker room as everybody wipes the sleep from their eyes and gets a drink of water
3: has everyone everyone had a bit of water had a, had a coffee it was everything everyone everyone awake i want pancakes i know pancakes would be real real good right now wouldn't they
4: xer runs off to get lola pancakes
3: <gasps> get us some too
1: oh he my boyfriend now <laughs> um
3: pancakes that's how you get a girl's heart okay if you're all awake enough um everyone's potential's in a cupboard well that's a lot easier
1: to f- than I thought it would be then
3: yeah yeah I was I was vibing I felt the heartbeat of the stadium I followed it to a cupboard I tried to psychically connect through the cupboard I thought uh, I thought that 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 elemental we were looking for might be there and oops all of the, all of the, all of the people are in that one tiny cupboard.
4: Now, is cupboard a, a UK idiom? I'm not aware of because when I hear cupboard, I think of a very small space. This is an entire like crypt underneath oh, the Colosseum. I'll be fair. I,
3: I, this, uh, I was imagining this door not having any kind of um, window. I don't know how deep it is below there. I was just picturing. There's a door that says "Employees Only." For all I know, that's just—it's just a storage cupboard. But they've—they've they've wedged. They just keep wedging. Much You know, in we've, there. Got the, we've got the—we've got the—the latex gloves if we need them. We've got the—the—the uh, the, the mop and bucket, and we just—we just chuck some some potential in there every now and then.
4: <gasps> no, there, there's no door on the. Uh, there's no window on the door, but it's much bigger behind there than than the word cupboard okay. uh, conjures to me. It also just occurred to me how not everyone has spent a lot of times in the bowels of stadiums. That's <laughs>
3: yeah. To, <laughs> That's to be okay. fair, I didn't know if, if Vindros would have a sense of how big it was. Just there's a door and behind it, there is just so many people are behind that door.
4: mm-hmm
1: So maybe, um, maybe we try to do that.
4: Staple says do what? Or what are we going to do? The, The halfling said, "We need to get it back for them."
3: Is this a situation where we open the door and everyone's potential just like flies back to the bodies it's meant to be in? Does it do? Is is that how it works?
4: Roll religion to see how it works.
3: I'm just saying,
1: like in 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 case we fuck up and get exploded by the elemental, maybe we try to, to to release all the potential before we go into that
0: do do religion. I got a ten. I'm Spartacus.
4: I got a four. I got a
3: seventeen.
4: Thank God. Uh, the party fails. Seventeen is the only one that passed. Uh, not enough to do it. Um, so I will say, you actually don't know the ideal mechanics here. Uh, I think you all basically say, like, I guess let's go break into that room and look at it and see if we can figure something out, because... Any conversation we have in this room is going to be uninformed. So we might as well just bulldoze ahead and try to improvise.
1: Kick down the door and uh, we'll go from there. I mean, I kicked down. That's very loud. We'll, we'll slowly open it.
4: Zera comes back with pancakes.
1: Yes. Did you get my syrup?
4: I got blueberry and I got regular.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah. You come not live with me on the
4: farm. <laughs> okay. Zer passes out pancakes. Um, as you all get ready Man, to go, go see the employees only door. Uh, you see Amy floating kind of behind. She's a ghost, so she didn't sleep or get high. She seems to have been up all night, just like thinking.
1: Hey, y'all, come help us with this.
4: Yeah, I guess.
1: Uh, do you, if you don't want to, that's okay too. You got you got a lot going on, you know.
4: No, I. I have to. It's like a mass grave my father made, so it'd be pretty chicken shit not to look at it. It's just a lot.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to hold up Bradley as if he's like next to you.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
1: You're welcome.
4: Where do where do eagles live if I wanted to go meet some?
1: Um See Uh, everything, uh, no, the only, the only, the only time I've ever, you know, gotten an answer on that from the Weagles is they're like, ooh, we live in the clouds. But it sounds like, whoa, 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 whoa.
4: In the clouds, you say. Interesting. But
1: that doesn't sound real, right? But then again, what do I know? I'm not a giant flying whale.
4: There's also a giant crack in the sky, so who knows what's real anymore?
1: Oh my God, does that mean the Weagles can go on vacation now? They've been wanting to, I bet. (laughs) <laughs> She's,
4: she she thinks deeply about Buigle vacations.
1: Yeah, let that bring some calm to your soul.
4: All right. So the party uh, walks through the tunnels underneath the stadium. Um, these, these are totally normal-looking tunnels that are underneath stadiums. Um, that's like, it's not suspicious so far. It's like you reach this employee's only door, and it could be anything on the other side. Uh, it's only because Vindross reached out with her mind that you... You know what's going on here, but the door is locked. You don't see any employees. What do you do?
3: I use my psionic ability to very politely ask the souls on the other side of the door, can you unlock it, please? <laughs> <laughs> There's souls!
4: That's very funny. No, that it's just you connect with them again, and it's just like dipping your mind into a giant. That of id it's a lot like i thought about making you roll for damage but it's like there's no hostility here it's it's just logging so directly on
1: all right so i just double checked my proficiencies and i am proficient with thieves tools
4: Mm-hmm. from Zer.:
1: i'm gonna use Stuart quills to try and pick the lock
4: hell yeah advantage because xur is here
1: oh because he got me pancakes <laughs> okay
4: the pancake bonus <laughs> I got a seven. Yeah, that would have been a botch if, without the advantage. Uh, you break <laughs> the quill Christ. off in the lock, and now it is unpickable. What do you do?
0: Uh, does someone have a crowbar? <laughs>
1: <laughs> does this, I was thinking the, the, the murder sign could...
2: I mean, yeah, the murder sign could probably just pry it open.
1: Oh, I have a crowbar.
4: Uh, yes, that was... Jesus Christ.
1: (laughs) Oh, I forgot I had a crowbar. (laughs) I was looking at the wrong thing. Okay. (laughs) Can I roll something else to do with the crowbar?
4: I mean, it'll be a straight-up strength roll. I don't know if Lola wants to be the one to do it, but you do have a crowbar. All
1: right, who wants my crowbar? Who's stronger than me? I got no muscles.
4: I think both Vendros and me have
0: pretty high strength. Yeah. Yeah, I've got decent
3: strength.
1: Take it (laughs) and throw it at somebody.
4: Okay.
3: Nine...
4: That's so funny. <laughs> this, I was like the the, the classic D and D end game puzzle, a locked door.
0: Can I just try to like punch the drawer down? Actually, wait. You know what? Fuck it. We're 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 not even really gonna be stealthy at this point, right?
1: Wait. I was gonna. Oh no. Never mind. That's not what I thought it was. Go ahead.
0: I was say. Why don't I use my Doomguard test? to just punch the door off the of fucking hinges. Oh yeah. Just do. Yeah
4: absolutely yeah i'm not even gonna make you roll for that because this is us so like once per arc item so this is your charge of it if you want to uh put that gauntlet on the Cestus on it glows with unholy power and then you just punch the the door and it crumples uh bram bramble is just gonna say knock knock
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe a good idea to uh do a quick pass without trace
4: Here's the question. Uh, do you just punch the door in so that's destroyed, or do you just try to crush like the handle area and then leave like some kind of plausible deniability about the door, or do you just go f- full sicko mode?
0: Austin, why did you ask me that?
4: You're right. Because you know the
0: answer is I absolutely crushed that motherfucking door in to the detriment of the entire campaign because <laughs> it's an earthquake, and that would be the coolest thing to do with it.
4: Thank you. Yeah, so you, you demolish this door with a mighty blow from the Cestis, uh, just completely ripping it off its moorings, cracking the walls all around the door. Um, and you now can see down into this, what we've been calling a cupboard, but what you see is another hallway leading into a kind of uh, storage area. Uh, I think maybe in, in pre-apocalypse times, uh, this was uh, some kind of, Uh, storage area it might have been a weight like a weight room or something but it has been excavated out further uh, to hold within it a giant pink salt crystal heart
1: can I roll arcana on that heart
4: um yeah sure we can roll arcana we rolled religion already and that was a failure but let's get some arcana if you all want a little bit more information now that you can see this thing that's what I was hoping for 18
3: hell yeah yeah 14, 5.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, so the party passes, 18, 14, 14, passes 12 to give you something that I wa- uh, I think's going to be useful here, which is, so you see this big, uh, I'm going to say the crypt underneath the Colosseum. Uh, you see up on the ceiling what looks like veins, uh, pink veins coming down, uh, then they crawl along the ceiling down the wall and into this big crystal uh, salt heart. Uh, this is the the potential of the people who die in the Colosseum is drained down into here and stored. Uh, the God King takes you know when he comes and docks his his castle, he can like recharge himself in his castle so he can drive it around. It's basically like reserves. All all the stuff he's stolen is. is saving up here um it does kind of beat psionically it's not physically beating because it is made out of rock salt uh but you feel it like pulsing in your temples it's spiritually pulsing and beating um now that you're close do
1: we get meffet signal down here
4: sure uh i was trying to i was (laughs) in my mind i was like does that magically make sense but i think it makes comedy sense and that's more important (laughs)
1: just open up a beak hello Hello, Denise.
4: Yeah. Uh, after a little bit of static crackle, you hear Denise come on and say, Yeah, what's up? Uh, I'm going to point the method at the big heart. What does that do? Honey, this is a, this is a voice call. I can't see anything.
1: Oh, well, there's the Okay, I'm going to whisper in case we're, we're bugged. <laughs> All those bugging the methods. That's a real problem. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> so like if uh there you know there was like a big pink heart crystal with like veins what would happen if we like cut off the veins do you know you're so
4: smart you gotta know uh this is yeah so this is a really interesting question i think because you you got 14 14 18 on that role i'm gonna have uh denise uh say a little bit more than maybe she would have if you failed um she says well if you cut a, a heart I'm not really sure what the hell you're talking about, but I am a biologist, so I I actually know for a fact. Here's here's a little trivia: if you cut the heart out of something, it dies. So that's a little bit a little little fun fact for you if you want to write that down.
1: What if it's like a big salt heart in like inside under like a I don't know a stadium maybe?
4: Well, so what you're
2: saying is if you cut the heart out, the whole organism dies.
3: Oh, Oh. Also, if you would have just cut one big vein, then a lot of what's being pumped around it would flow out.
1: Like, if souls were running through veins, this this hypothetical. Like, if you cut the vein, then the souls would be able to escape, right? That sounds like biology.
4: So here's the thing. Denise actually does not know about this. This is a thing that okay. there's no reason the God King would have told her about. Um, so she doesn't have all this, like you know, knowledge ready to give you. But I think she can put kind of two and two together uh, a little bit and say, well, I think if you cut the veins, uh, you will cut off it from the body. But also, you know, if you cut a, a heart out, the heart t- doesn't have much longer to beat either. So it's kind of a risk reward, you know?
1: Yeah, I know. Totally.
4: Um, So I think, I think basically what she says is, if you, if you disconnect the heart from the Colosseum, uh, the God King will have, when he docks the castle, he will not be able to draw energy from it. He will be an easier fight. But if you do that, uh, the crystal will be, the, the heart will begin leaking potential and you will not have as much to give back to the halflings.
1: Oh, it wouldn't like fly back to everybody. We'd have to like bottle it and bring it to
4: them. Yeah, this seems like a thing where after the re- the revolution's over, like you would uh, bring bring all the halflings here to like lay hands on it.
1: Okay, yes. Yeah, so, okay, that's that does uh, help. Cause... Oh,
3: that that okay. That's that is a choice that we now have on the table to make.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, that's great. Because I was like, let's just get the potential out now, but.
4: So yeah, the question is: Do you fight the God King at full strength for the chance to give the the halflings all their potential back, or do you power him down, but l- they lose a bunch of their potential, so that you know their 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 society is still devastated? Hmm, there there really seems to be some sort of uh... a. <laughs> Fisker reward. Like,
2: a, like a, well, a metaphor at play here, almost, one might say.
4: Uh, Conrad, would you say that maybe the God King is uh, pitting people against each other to drain their revolutionary potential? It certainly would come across in that way, would it not? Like, within
2: their class, would you say there's conflict? Like, th- there might be some sort of struggle going on.
4: <laughs> that's, what, that's how I would
0: word it, yeah. Mm. Oh. I vote full power.
2: It's the morally just decision. Yeah. I th- like... I
3: think we can kick his ass. I don't think I, 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 I don't think we need to weaken him to kick his ass. He's he's, he's going to go down like he's going to go down easy anyway.
1: I mean, we told him like if we were like, hey, we figured out how to get your potential back, but we decided uh it didn't matter so that we could have an easier time. I hope you understand.
5: We promised we'd give them back their potential, so we shall do it.
1: Uh, you know Gekko's gotta keep her word
4: as you all are discussing this uh you like look away from the heart for a a minute to uh, have this conversation and then one of you looks back and you see amy as a ghost kind of caressing it uh amy it's talking can you hear it what does
1: it say
4: Uh, a million things Uh, there's so many voices
3: are you okay sweetie I it there's a lot there's a lot going on in the, in there huh? It's like a heartbeat. I drew a I drew a corridor. It's it was a thing.
4: You said I shouldn't be like my father, so I'm trying to think of the pain of all these people. Oh, oh
1: I'm gonna cry. Oh, are you? Uh, that's actually really really great.
4: Yeah, she seems enraptured by it. She's like putting her arms inside of it.
1: She would be a good queen, maybe. She'd listen to people.
4: Lola the monarchist. (laughs) Didn't see that twist coming, did you bitches?
1: I'm not actually I just I don't know. I feel bad for her. We bullied her mother's dead and she's You are such an easy mark. I'm the easiest mark, dude. What? You think I don't know this? If you put, like, a cat face on something, I am there. I am an easy mark. (laughs) I am so easy.
4: They just just gotta give your stormtroopers cute outfits and Lauren's on board.
1: Only if they're animals. People in cute outfits don't get any respect.
4: (laughs) So Staples says, listen, I don't know shit about shit. I know even less about metaphysical, magical mumbo-jumbo. I just hit things with a big bone. Uh, so i think the god king is gonna be here probably at the end of the day so we have the whole day to fuck around if amy wants to stay here and make googly eyes at the heart that's fine it looks cool but i'm gonna go try to see what they have in the kitchens and maybe i can can get laid i'll see you guys later bye
1: wait i wanna bring me back a, a pastry please
0: when Staples leaves, Bramble's going to turn to Verena and say, N- now which one was that again?
1: <laughs>
2: oh. Uh,
4: not important.
1: Okay. <laughs> Amy, you sure that's uh, good for your mental health?
4: I think she just, like, sinks into it, and you can't see her anymore.
1: All right, well. Who else wants to go to the kitchen?
4: <laughs> yeah, so uh, you have one last day. To accomplish anything you want before it's time to sneak on to the castle um i know laura already hit me up about what she wanted to do but everyone else can think about it maybe while she does that scene um so the last thing that vindras is going to do
3: with time off before this all um comes to a head is she's had a spell for a while and not the components to use it and given the news about Bramwell, it feels more important than ever to at least look into it. No idea if it's going to work, but she's going to go and try and find the spell components for Revivify.
4: Yep. Uh, so Resurrection Magic does not work in Dicefunk, but Revivify is a very limited corner case because mm. you have to get the person like as soon as they die it's not yeah it doesn't erase all consequences from the story which is always my frustration with resurrection magic this is a very limited i think you, you have a minute when someone's yeah someone dies it's, to get them it's back.
3: literally like is is the person's ghost like rising up still probably within arm's reach that you can shove them back in <laughs>
4: That's, that's literally my fictional like um, headcanon of this, is that the reason it works is because their soul hasn't quite gone into the grey yet, and you just grab it and jam it back in. Yeah,
3: exactly. And here's the thing. V- Vindros has no idea if this would even work on Bramwell anymore, but she feels the need to get it in case.
4: Yeah, whether or not it works mechanically, I think it's a strong roleplay choice. Um, so Vindros uh, the... The question is, where do you go to look for revivify components in a coliseum? Um, in the book, I believe the revivify components are uh, a diamond worth X amount of money. But diamonds are worthless now in this economy because they just literally ran from the sky. So you need something pretty valuable. Uh, where do you go?
3: Um, I think Vindra's goes wandering around looking for if there's perhaps... Uh, if there's anywhere that she could find metal somewhere where be be it like uh like a a single trophy somewhere in the building or mm. yeah some some sort of like very important award that might have had some metal used on it to to signify its importance
4: i do love that yeah a trophy case in the stadium for the the Wormwood Abalone's uh, rally ball team, <laughs> and there's this big case here with all their trophies that don't mean anything in the post-apocalypse, but the the metal on them are still valuable, and it's like some kind of um, you know combination metal, like uh, what, what's a maybe it's even a graphene, which is a, a a very rare substance in our world, but it's been established in previous Dice Funk seasons as being uh, more more readily available in a natural form. So if it's like a graphene rally ball trophy that would be valuable enough. Uh it's inside this glass case. What do you do?
3: I mean Smash it. just just punch it. Yeah. <laughs> Smash it.
4: Give it a punch. The acquisition's easy. You just see this big case and it's full with filled with pictures of like star athletes and there's a big trophy. You look around and then you just punch the case open and grab it. <laughs> yes. And you're like, all right. So this, this, I can melt this down with magic to cast Revivify once. Maybe even saving uh, someone's life. You have Bramwell in mind because he's he's so close to death.
3: Maybe it won't be Bramwell, and maybe if I try it on Bramwell, it won't even work. But Vindras doesn't want to lose anyone on this one, and she's she, she's going to do her best to avoid that. <laughs>
4: Uh, but that's the second big noise that's been made. First, the door got punched off the hinges, then this case gets broken. So I think as you're leaving uh, this area of the stadium, uh, some security people walk over and they say, Hey, you! Uh, and you see that they are uh, uh, a mole and probably a thri as well. Like all lowly, maybe even literally slaves.
3: Oh, I'm so glad you're here. I heard this really loud noise and I saw <laughs> someone trying to run off with this uh, this thing. But it's all good. I got it off them, and uh, it's so good to see you both.
4: <laughs> Wait, are, aren't, aren't you Vendross the Terrible?
3: Uh, yeah, hi. Hello. I, I, I see you're aware of my work.
4: Can I get your autograph?
3: Oh! Uh, sure, sure. Um, you know what? You know what? Uh, give me that bit of paper. I will, I will do two autographs. I'll do one with each hand at the same time. We'll do a, we'll do a nice little <laughs> double one.
4: I think as you're signing autographs, there's like this commotion, maybe like one or two other people see this and come over and they're like, hey, aren't you the – that lady who does all the paintings? And someone else says, no, she's the, the leader of that uh, uh, path of the joining. Uh, and it's just like more and more uh, slaves and workers start, start coming over and they're all surrounding you and someone's like trying to, to like touch you, like almost like you touch – uh, the Pope or something, you know? <laughs> They're just, like, trying to get a blessing. And eventually, just this corridor is just packed with the people.
3: Hello to everyone. Nice to meet all of you and your various, uh, walks of life that have led you to meeting me. How are you all doing?
4: <laughs> Someone says, are you gonna fight tomorrow? Are you gonna fight in the big match when the God King gets here? Kick their ass, Vidros!
3: <laughs> uh, well... Obviously, I'll be getting ready for whatever my next big, uh, next next big fight happens to be. I, I I go where I'm 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 sent for the for the for the fights. You see, you know. Well, we'll we'll see what the day brings.
4: Um, yeah, now people are just open, uh, like, they lift you up onto their shoulders to carry you out. And someone's like, can you paint us something on the side of the stadium? There's all these advertisements here. But I think a lot of these companies uh, got destroyed when their workers rose up and killed their bosses. Sure,
3: if you can find some paint, I will paint something. And during all of this, she's trying desperately to shove this trophy in her bag to be like, (laughs) don't have this, it's all good.
4: Yeah. No, I, th- I mean, I think definitely they they saw it and were like, yeah, she's stealing this, but they don't care. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm your glad. reputation precedes you now in, in Wyrmwood. I'm
3: glad that I'm now apparently famous enough that I can get away with just stealing shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it this does come with a legit
2: celebrity now. <laughs> yep. Oh. You can just shoplift, and nobody gives a shit. Yeah,
3: exactly. They just acknowledge that that's a reality <laughs> of you know who's gonna who's gonna
4: stop Vindros? Winona Ryder has entered the chat.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh,
4: Winona. <laughs> uh, anybody else? Yes. Know what they do with their last yes.
1: day? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so Lil's gonna grab Zer by the collar. Hey, uh-oh! Hazer, follow me. We got, we got one last job, the final job for all, for all the beans.
4: Wait, all the beans?
1: <laughs> I don't know. So I read it in a book one time. Um, let's go release all the animals.
4: Wait, what?
1: Um, like, there's like you're telling me there aren't like, if it's a gladiatorial stadium, there's like no big scary animals being oh, kept there in cages. Oh my and god.
4: Shit? Yeah, I was always thinking of it in terms of like executions, essentially, but it does make sense if it's you know gladiatorial that there be like.
1: I want to cause chaos and free them all.
4: Okay, yeah. So you can go from the cage to cage and let them out. You can you can speak to animals. So you, like, there's a we're cool. Um, a big scary animal. You can tell them to be free. Um, what kind? We're to make up some animals, Lauren.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh. I'm uh, trying. Uh. Komodo. <laughs> lion. Uh huh. I think that'd be cute.
4: That would be cute. It's um, a, a komodo dragon with a big mane and big paws. <laughs>
1: and Big paws. <laughs> yeah,
4: oh, um, a Komodo
1: lion. Oh, that was th- when I was thinking uh, uh, a a osprey. It's a bear slash osprey.
4: Okay. <laughs>
1: um, what else is scary? <laughs> um hmm. I don't know. I want something kind of dumb that like is scarier than
4: it should be. Well, the dumbest animal is probably a panda. They're always falling over. That's that's fun. Um, Two-toed panda. Well, we're it's... rated a sloth. What about turkeys are also pretty dumb. Turkeys? Yeah. What, a turkey panda?
1: Yeah. Uh, so that goes along because the sloth are seen because they're big old claws. Yeah. Um, but turkey have big old talons. Yeah. So.
4: Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so you just let them all out of their cages?
1: Oh, yeah, all at the same time, Zer's helping. We, uh. <laughs> s- be free! Don't eat each other! Be cool!
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I got a cabbage, a wolf, and a sheep here. What do I do?
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, um, that's mostly it. I just want to call out one, fuck this place. Two, fuck this place. Three, free the animals. Four, let's go find some pie.
4: Okay. Yeah, I think uh, Zer like follows with me, following with you opening these cages. He probably also there's some like nobles who've docked their skiffs, and he just pulls out a knife and just cuts the reins on all their shark horses.
1: Yes, 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 yes. That's getting into it. Good job, Zer.
4: He says. So earlier, when I brought you pancakes, did you did you call me your boyfriend?
1: You heard? No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean if if you if if you wanna be, I don't know. I'll make it weird.
4: Okay, I just didn't know there was the, the pancakes was the secret.
1: <laughs> pancakes are the secret to everything.
4: Alright, I'm gonna write a, a best selling uh advice guide for men called Pancakes Are the Secret.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, don't write that book.
4: <laughs> Why not? I want support I'm your boyfriend, support me in my art
1: i'm just it's, it's a little cringy bro oh that's okay you can ride whatever you want but free this this lion okay. dragon whatever it is
4: uh yeah so are any of these animals small enough to bring with you for a little bonus or this this is just a uh, big scary guys who you release
1: <laughs> what if it's a baby bear osprey
4: oh
1: it's not a full adult yet but he's like Osprey, like a bird sized bear. A bull spray. <laughs> like a tiny bear with wings.
4: <laughs> does that give you any bonuses? Emotional? Paws.
1: Oh, emotional too. I was like, I can throw them at people and he'll just chomp them <laughs> and then fly away.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, we can come back to it. But if you want to take a little bear osprey with you, does it have a name?
1: <sighs> Barbara.
4: Okay, thank you, Lauren. You're welcome. Anybody else?
5: Uh
0: I think Bramwell is gonna stay in the room with Amy. Like like as she's absorbing all those empathetic things, he's just kinda sitting there, sort of
4: waiting and, and being there in case she needs somebody afterwards. Yeah. So I think Amy as a ghost just fully immerses herself in this giant salt crystal heart and is just fully immersed in the psychic like maelstrom of people her father has killed and it's probably pretty traumatic and at some point she kind of floats out to take a minute and she sees you then says oh hello bramwell you're not gonna go eat pancakes and get laid with the rest of them
5: i've done enough of both of those in my lifetime that i don't need it anymore it's more important to make sure that you're safe oh yeah you used to be quite a pimp
1: big pimpin a
5: gentleman
4: never tells (laughs) that's nice (sighs) so thank you for being here I guess Um, I know you did a lot for my siblings I'm sorry I've been such a bitch
5: (laughs) nonsense (laughs) teenagers are the worst time of your life Those years suck. And take that from somebody whose teenage years lasted for 86 years.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Dwarves are complicated. Yeah,
5: it's a weird thing.
4: Uh, Amy says, I'm not going to be a teenager for much longer. It's my birthday soon.
5: Uh, Well, I don't know how to tell you, but your 20s are going to kind of suck too. You kind of pull it together around
4: your 30s usually.
5: But what what do you want to do for your birthday?
4: Um... Well, I mean, I usually just do important state business, you know. There's like dignitaries come and bring me gifts and try to make, you know, deals and tariffs or whatever. But um, I think this year I'm going to go try to meet a buigle. Have you heard about these guys, buigles? Yes. Very
5: impressive. Very large.
4: More to love, dog. More to love. Yes. She says, I'd love to go for a ride when I get my body back. Um, but what kind of cake do you want? I mean, cakes are really just delivery vehicles for icing. I think we can all agree.
1: No. No.
4: You have go. Had good you cake. go. You go straight to hell. Yeah. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> <laughs> now, you need both. Now you know Amy's the a ratio
5: villain. has to be right. You, you just haven't had the right cakes yet. Tell me, what are some of your favorite flavors?
4: Um, coconut. <laughs>
5: No, yeah. There's like a thousand cakes you can make out of coconut. What about banana Austin?
4: What about a banana Austin? Awesome. Uh, she's not me. Why would I? I'm not self-inserting <laughs> on every NPC. You
5: started with
1: coconut. That's, that's, that's your other flavor. <laughs>
4: the audience doesn't know
1: that. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. That's why I'm calling you out.
4: <laughs> you know, I've never actually picked out stuff like that. I've always had servants for that.
5: Well, consider this a chance to look deep within yourself and... Have a little empathy for yourself as well as you've just gathered from all of them. And whatever cake you want, you let me know and I'll bake it for you.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Also, quietly, deep down, Bramwell has zero baking skills. Oh no. <laughs> He's just like, you know, I want to do it because, you know, it make her happy. I bet they have cake mixes in
1: Heart City, maybe, at a store. I don't know.
4: I think I'm going to go back into the... The, the salt now.
5: I'll be here.
2: Varine's in the hot tub.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. Like I didn't expect to hear that, but it's how could you have said anything else besides exactly. that? Exactly.
2: <laughs> Varine's in the in the hot tub in the locker room, just resting all of these very punished newly acquired muscles.
4: Yeah. Uh, does Vareen believe in cryonic therapy for sports that's the new hotness in our universe is the idea that you should use cold apparently very controversial no 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 why would you do that no you would make all your muscles seems like a terrible idea it's a thing I'm sorry I don't think it works either but I'm not an expert so I don't want to say it definitively weird super weird i'd really like to see some better studies perform me too uh i uh is anybody in there with you because my in my headcanon you're chilling all alone like that famous picture of geralt in the hot tub yep and then like a steam method uh suddenly emerges from the water and is like
1: Ah. (laughs) i love the methods
4: i appreciate you keeping things warm in here what is it no problem dog it's it's breadwell <laughs> Treadwell's the lightning breadwell the steam come on keep them straight also you're not even here who am i talking to bye <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait do i have one of the other ones <laughs> sure <laughs> i love opening their mouths and talking into them like phones
4: yeah yeah i i think i think uh the i mean hmm Uh, does this do anything but chill? Because this is a very Conrad, uh, kind of scene, is just to be like, I chill and do nothing, and, like, there's no NPCs who come in and have a touching moment, you don't get any items, you just vibe.
2: Just vibing. That's the whole plan. It's just to vibe. I'm literally just vibing. Rest up and get ready for what's
4: ahead. Have one
3: last chill just in case.
4: Um, what did you paint for, uh, on the stadium for the, Mm. for the workers?
3: did Did they have any requests or are they they leaving this up to Vindras's
4: creativity? <laughs>
3: Free bird!
4: No, they want your genius. They want your vision specifically.
3: Okay, what was the um the animal that the sports team here was themed after?
4: Abalones, the they're kind of the kind of an ocean snail.
3: Um okay, can I make the most badass possible mural of just like a bunch of just warrior abalones? Like, you wouldn't fucking wanna mess with this army, they are they are powerful, they are strong, they are your team, the the, the undefeatable abalone's.
1: The slimy, slimy abalone's.
3: And it's just like, hey, it, it, it we're showing some pride to your t- to your team here, but also just priming you all to be ready to stand up and fight in the war that is inevitably coming any minute. <laughs> yeah, but on the down low
4: yeah so you put the t- finishing touches on that as all the workers watch you um, and they're enraptured like you're you're a hero to them as a like a working class revolutionary, as a religious leader, just as a gladiatorial combatant <laughs> so they're they're thrilled um, and as you put the finishing touches on it and they all like clap and backslap you, I think one person comes running and says, the castle's here. This
3: has been fun. Bum, bum, bum. I'm going to go find my friends. I'll see you all later. Goodbye.
4: Bye, Vendros. And they're all like grabbing at you and hu- trying to hug you and just like get one last ha- hand on you.
3: I hope your day goes well, everyone. Stay safe.
2: Oh, <sighs> Staples gives an incredible
4: massage. You would not <laughs> believe it. <laughs>
1: Believe
3: it. She's got.
4: Yeah, the the ladies in the sewing circle taught me how. I'm going to be a big hit when I get back there.
3: I'm sure you will be. Oh, I
4: mean,
2: Vindros, you got to try this. This It's really (laughs) something. I'll say.
3: There's the castles here, so we'll make it the first thing we do when we get back from that. See, we all all go get back. Okay, then.
1: I think I figured out what I want to do with Barbara.
4: Uh, okay, yeah, I love this. So you're all making your way uh, to the edge of the Coliseum. What does uh, Barbara demonstrate an ability to do?
1: Um, it's not so much an ability as a a gift. But, uh, I don't know. Hey, Amy, uh, I found a baby. And, uh, you know, maybe you and we, when we get your body back, we can uh, teach you how to raise her. And then... Just Yes, I want to go to Amy. Aww. Because she's so sad. She's so sad. She needs a bear.
4: Amy, uh, like, reaches out for the bear Osprey, but can't take it, obviously, because she's a ghost. Her hands go through it, and she just says, oh.
1: But it can fly.
4: Yeah, so it's, like, flying where her hands are, and she says, I'll never abandon you, little buddy.
1: <laughs> her name's Barbara.
4: Hello, Barbara.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: The group makes its <laughs> the group makes its way up to the top, uh, uh, like row of the stadium, like the tops, uh, the stands, you know, where the seating is, the very top.
1: Yeah, the nosebleeds.
4: Yeah, the nosebleeds, like the, at the edge of the stadium, because you want to be at the highest point to fly onto the castle. Um, and you see in the distance, uh, Wolfram Castle. It's it's a big medieval fortress atop a cruise ship. Uh none of you have a like, great reference for what a cruise ship is, but it's a, it's just so enormous that it's it's like staggering. It's like a skiff of the scale that you think, "Oh, like hundreds of people could live in this thing." Uh you do have a map, actually. Who has the map in their inventory? I don't think we we specified.
1: Not Lauren.
4: Yeah. Uh let's let's say Bramwell just because you're the you're the one who's been here before, so I think you probably took the lead on making it. Um, you can give it to someone else if you want. But I, I want to say that you're not going to get lost in the castle, but you do know that you need to go get the plutonium elemental taken care of before you storm the throne room.
1: Yeah. It's not... No pressure.
4: Yep. Uh, so everybody's getting ready to to fly off the edge of the the Coliseum and onto the castle. Uh, why don't you all make uh, perception checks to see if the coast is clear?
3: mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Oh, we're we're historically very good at perception
2: tests.
3: 23.
0: 14.
2: 5.
3: Does anybody get, anybody get advantage?
4: <laughs> Unfortunately, here's the consequence of this failure, is you don't see what's happening until it's too late to affect it. Oh, no. You do eventually see what's happening, though, which is there is a figure flying in the sky, uh, a, a man-shaped figure Big, beautiful, blue and green peacock wings.
0: Oh, my God. Isn't he dead? Why didn't we Why kill him? is he?
4: Fucking hell. Uh, this is Duke Pendergrass coming to the stadium, carrying the body of Amy Wolfram, or- Oh, shit. If you will, uh, Belle Wolfram inside of Amy's body.
1: Oh, uh, no. It's bad timing.
4: It's extremely bad timing.
1: Why is he like this? Why do you like (laughs) him so much, Austin? You
4: know he had to throw one more Spariner in the works before this is all wrapped up. Uh. Uh, So you failed the perception check so you didn't see him in time to be able to affect what happens, which is the castle spots him um, and stops. And then it begins reversing course.
3: Uh, Let's get flying onto that fucking castle before it flees. Go, 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 go.
4: So Vindros, you, you say that Zer grabs Lola, Staples grabs Vereen, the Mephits grab Bramwell. Uh you have your your my broom. Your witch's broom. Everyone's ready to go and then Amy says, "Wait, what what about my body?"
1: I can't. abandon, I have to get her body.
3: Can't can't we uh direct the the body to also be brought to the castle?
4: the Duke is flying in at a completely different angle from the opposite direction to stop and go and get Amy's body is totally fair. The castle is going to get away, or at least it's going to get far enough that you're not going to be able to sneak on board here. I'll actually, I'll frame this as a pros and cons. If you go onto the castle right now, the pros are you will not be seen. You'll have a stealthy approach. The pros are you will be determined to stop the God King. You will gain an additional level. And the pros are, Uh, that you won't have to talk to (laughs) the Duke. The cons are-
0: That that last one might be the deciding factor. (laughs) Yeah,
4: actually, you uh, you don't even have to say what the cons are. The cons are Amy will not get her body. Right now. And then Um, there's- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is
1: this technically a new arc?
4: No, this is the question. If you make this decision, uh, you gain either two or three levels, depending on what you choose, and then the, the final arc starts.
0: Um, so... Now, theoretically, Amy could still get her body back later. Like, it's not like the Duke's gonna, like, fucking drop it in a puddle or something.
4: No, Amy's Amy turns and starts floating to, to the opposite side of the stadium, to the east. The castle came in from the west. So Amy's gonna go get her body. She says, please don't abandon me.
1: I I I can't. I had to stay behind for Amy. Um, which I know is bad.
0: Probably. Well, but, like, if, if,
3: if you do so, could you catch us up?
0: You gotta, you gotta sacrifice Caden or Ashley. Now, if one of them was interesting, this would have been a hard choice. But still, you gotta pick well, one. Honestly, this would. Please make this an easy choice, like Mass Effect was, where you
3: go kill the space racist.
1: Ugh. Oh, I, I can I, I don't. Lola can't. Like, they just, like, I've been wrong. Like. Uh, it's just she couldn't do it.
4: Now, this is a doubly interesting, because even if Lola catches up, the party's going to have to go face the plutonium elemental without her. Without me! And Lola's the one who speaks elemental fluently and has been practicing to do this specific thing. So that's extremely brutal.
1: Um, well, uh... Hmm. I... Also... I... Do you still have Pastor that Trace? which could... Be helpful if we had to just go on later, and I also have another hide and in plain sight. Uh, that's just for me, but um yeah, no lie, like I feel really bad because it's like not uh, the wisest decision, but now Lola wouldn't, especially to the, with the fucking Duke. Uh, I like I I can't. <laughs>
4: So while the party is standing at the, the lip of the, the stadium, at the top of the stands, watching the castle begin to turn around and go back the way it came, uh, you see as the Duke comes in with Amy's body, uh, the Abbot is now like walking onto the field below you. Uh, the Abbot is a djinn, a, a air genie, and so he begins summoning a, a gust of wind around him. Essentially, he's creating a... A tornado around his body and lifting up into the air. Uh, this is Create Whirlwind, an ability he has a five foot radius, 30 foot tall cylinder of swirling air. Um, and he's beginning to take off because uh, the Duke is barely tolerated by the God King. And Amy is an active re- resu- resurrection, is an active <sighs> insurrection against her father. So when these two figures appear, the Abbot jumps in to apprehend them. Oh,
0: shit. Oh, I shit.
4: would like to cast a spell.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I would like to cast Silence. Interesting, targeting like centered on the abbot to cancel his whirlwind.
4: Uh, yeah. What's what's the range on that? Because you're pretty high up. The whole purpose of the stadium kind of maneuver is that you're at the edge of the top.
0: Uh, let's say it's four hundred. Actually, it's one hundred and twenty feet. Oh yeah.
4: I think, yeah, I think that probably puts a damper on uh, his cool, like rising into the air with a whirlwind around him technique. He can still fly naturally because, I mean, from the bo- from the lame. waist from the lame. waist down, he is a aw- lost lame. Yeah, no, but that's this is good because the thing he can do with that whirlwind is like suck people towards him, so he can still fly, but he doesn't have that ability. Uh, Bramwell, you turn around and you drop an aura of silence on him, um, but now like this critical moment has come because the abbot's going to try to take. Pendergrass and uh, Amy into custody Amy's body at least and Amy's going to go back for her body so if you want to help these characters and save them from the abbot you have to stay behind but you're going to lose your determination and the castle is going to get away and you're going to lose your ability to sneak on unnoticed
1: um I'll stay behind if y'all want to go ahead of me no it's not ideal but uh I, I gotta do what I gotta do
3: you gotta do what you gotta do we, we, we do need to talk to the nuclear, nuclear
5: dude.
0: Um, Bramwell would like to go up to Lola, and he's just gonna say,
5: I believe in you! Do your
0: best! And he's going to, uh, put his hand on the heckbow yeah. and he's going to cast a Magical Weapon on it. Oh shit. And, uh, I like to think he flavors Magical Weapon be playing, like, he just spits on it kind of rubs it in (laughs) and he's like
1: that grandpa sauce. <laughs> yeah. Ew. 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 That's got to be the
0: episode title now, right? Grandpa, grandpa sauce. sauce.
4: That's the worst thing anyone's ever said on this well... show. We've had so many upsetting images. We had the jerky net. We've had people have their skin ripped off. Someone had was completely disassembled.
3: See, I, I think that that shouldn't be the title of the episode because it so clearly was there. It was put in there to be the title trying too hard it wasn't i'm just stoked <laughs>
4: <laughs> laura you're gonna give away our whole game about why we say weird shit on this show
3: i mean i know i said weird shit to get it to be the title but it's not me this time <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> um i think with that uh Bramwell, you spit on the heck bow and it starts glowing and then you just kind of step backwards off the top of the stadium as the methods lift you into the air yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: That's such a metal move. What do I What do I get for that while I have my sticky note here?
0: Oh, it it gives you a plus one to all your attack and damage rolls for an oh. hour.
1: Oh, awesome, awesome, thank you. Alright. Alright. Alright, I wrote damage. D-A-M-G <laughs> instead of damage.
3: Look, I get it, you gotta do what you gotta do, just good luck and I guess we'll try and do this. It'll be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, yeah. uh, I I know it's
1: uh, a... Sorry doesn't really cut it, but... Just can't.
3: Oh, no. You don't need to apologize. My apologies. This is not a you've done anything wrong. This is a me panicking because I don't know how all we're gonna do and it's a very scary situation, but that's not anything you need to apologize for. It's all...
2: Honey, good. I know you like to talk, but we've gotta go. The castle's leaving. We've gotta go. <laughs> okay,
3: okay, okay, okay. Okay, we're... Uh, see, see ya. Oh, we gotta go. Bye.
4: So Staples grabs Vereen and takes to the air. Uh, Vindros, you have your your blue quarterstaff.
3: Do I need to take anyone with me on it, or am I am I just soloing on it? I can't remember how everyone else is flying.
0: In the immortal words of the artist Jason Derulo, you are riding solo.
2: Riding solo. <laughs>
0: riding
5: solo. Chris. Okay. <laughs>
4: Chris. Jason uh, Derulo. Lola Beans, roll initiative.
3: <laughs>
4: can Jason Derulo roll initiative? Jason Derulo can roll initiative, but I think he's probably pretty busy.
3: This must nah, be nice being he, no, not. If you get him to roll initiative, he's <laughs> no, going to use not. his turn every six seconds to say his own name. That's all he's going to do to help
0: you.
1: I rolled a 19. Yeah, he's just going to say his
3: name over and
0: over and over and over and over. Jason Derulo rolled a 19. <laughs> Thank you.
4: <laughs> we already have an episode of this show named after him, so I know we've done this bit before. <laughs> Jason Trullo,
1: send me money. I'm reminding people you exist.
4: So the Abbott rolls an 11. So uh, Lola Beans, I think basically at this point, you turn into uh, a helicopter of some sort, basically because Zer picks you up and you have an enchanted bow uh, yes, with all your your quills tipped with poison and you're an intense marksman.
1: All right, so I get to go first.-hmm. So I gotta a plus one of that. Ooh, so he's a humanoid, so I get that bonus too. Is he humanoid mate?
4: Do you wanna do you wanna argue about what makes a humanoid because he doesn't mm-hmm. have legs?
1: But 27.
4: <laughs> no, he's an elemental
1: damn it oh he's not wait that counts too I
4: was gonna say isn't that the other thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I confused you specifically myself for a minute.
0: the only two things you were really going to face in the campaign um uh, <laughs> um oh botch
1: alright so 27 a botch 25
4: a botch what the fuck that's cool Alright, so roll the damage for the twenty-seven and the twenty-five. Those both hit both hit the abbot, but I think basically what happens is Zur picks you up and like leaps from the top of the stadium, but instead of going over the edge towards the castle, you go towards the infield where the abbot is chasing the 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 Duke, like through the air. They're like dogfighting, and you just start firing on this this <laughs> clash and you just riddle them both with bolts.
1: Honestly, if Amy's body is fine, I'm not mad about it, because the Duke is a little bitch. I rolled 17 damage.
4: Yeah. I, so I think that's exactly what happens. Like we see a bolt going in slow motion. We're like following it uh, like f- like first person camera as it's going towards Amy's body. And then like the Duke sees it at the last second and like turns his shoulder into it. So he gets uh, stabbed instead of her body.
1: Oh no! The <laughs> dude got shot.
4: Uh huh. Like I think you like get him through the wing, and he starts doing like a crash landing into the scoreboard in the stadium. That's where oh. th- this is gonna happen. Is he slams into it, like knocks down the away team part of the the sign, and the Abbott lands on the home team, and they're like facing off on the the like the lip of the scoreboard. Basically, as you come in, uh, it's now the Abbott's turn.
1: I don't like him. Yeah he should leave
4: <laughs> he should leave
1: okay uh, hey I don't like you please leave
4: what if that worked what if I was just like oh okay bye
1: <laughs> what if I rolled persuasion a crit
4: <laughs> unfortunately that's not how any of this works. I know
1: but that'd be hilarious
4: um, I think actually what you need to do is make a s- strength check to hold on to Zur as he does a gust of wind in your direction to try to knock you out of his hands
1: Nineteen.
4: Oh yeah. Fuck so. You.
1: Fuck you.
4: <laughs> the only thing more powerful than a cyclone from a genie is your interracial love. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Austin? <laughs> I don't know. No one should let me talk into a microphone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this and Grandpa sauce.
4: <laughs> grandpa sauce is very gross. Uh, I, so I think as this fight's happening, we just we think about uh, Bramwell uh varina vendross flying towards the castle as it's moving across the salt flat i mean growing up in florida i've seen a lot of cruise ships but i actually literally saw one in person in eastern pennsylvania like two days ago very strange coincidence they are so fucking huge
1: yeah i've seen them at the tampa port and, and i was like that's so much bigger than i thought it's like three times bigger than i thought
4: yeah, um, so I'm gonna say Wolfram Castle has about six thousand people living in it. Uh, I looked it up like the the largest cruise ship is getting close to seven thousand occupancy. But imagine that the God King built a like a brick wall around the edge of it, like a, like a castle wall essentially, out of pink salt brick, and like the mortar on it like almost flows uh, with his power. Because he's like holding it up through sheer will, so it's like this fortress cruise ship as you fly in. Um, but because of the choices you made, you can get in undetected. I don't have to make you roll. Um, and because of the way that the revolution is going, uh, they're de- they're not. Uh, it's not heavily like manned, not garrisoned with all kinds of troops. Because there's another way this goes <laughs> if you don't, you know, get the. To wreck on your side, if you, if the people aren't fighting for the gore fields and Harp City, where this place is crawling with guards, and you have to like helms deep your way in.
3: I mean, I'm I mean, I'm glad we don't have to have to fight our way in. That seems good.
4: Yeah, I I I just like that as Vindros seeing these looming castle walls and saying that to the the group.
3: Real 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 glad we're not having to kick that front door in. Ooh.
4: Um, like, there aren't any, like, looky-loos who are like, because if, if this was just a cruise ship, like, people could just look over the side and see you. But because he has built these big walls, uh, you know, uh, uh, not ironically, ironic is the word that came to mind. That's not actually what that word means, but I'm going to use it because everyone knows what I mean when I say ironically, his defenses have left him defenseless here. <laughs> he
3: He's built walls being like, aha, no one will ever scale these walls. Not thinking... Maybe I should be able to see past these walls in case someone comes over them.
4: Yeah, I mean, so th- he's not an idiot. Like, there were supposed to be people on these walls with like bows, like long bows, mm. but they've all been sent to Harp City to fight, uh, you know, revolutionaries. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's th- only yeah. for
3: a little while. No one's gonna come over my wall during this brief period of time. Who would even do that? <laughs> uh,
4: so that that's like this just long shot of the parties, uh, floating. It's like fl- gliding gracefully over the flats toward this ship as we cut back to to Lola's turn as you fight the abbot on the scoreboard. He's just this big blue guy kicking up wind and uh, the duke is holding Amy's body defensively trying to protect her f- from you as much as him.
1: Sometimes you shoot bad. Mm-hmm. That's a 25,
4: 19, 26. All those hit.
1: Uh, 29.
4: Okay, right, yeah, that's a pretty good ju- chunk of damage. I think you put a couple through him, and he stumbles into the the sign and like gets blood wiped on the big home, uh, si- like the word home team.
1: That kind of makes it look cooler, though.
4: <laughs> yeah. I want, it makes like, the
1: it, home team sound fearsome.
4: Is the last rally ball match that was played here still like somehow on the sign? I know that doesn't make technological sense, but I like to imagine it's like 27 to 10 up there, and you're getting blood all over it.
1: Blood, blood,
4: blood, blood. <laughs> uh, I think Amy's like trying to float through the abbot, being like, come on, let me at him. Hey, <laughs> let me at him. But she's a ghost, so her fists are just going through his body.
1: <laughs> oh. If it wouldn't kill her, I'd like to think Barbara was like chomping on him or something.
4: Yeah. The, w- w- wait, w- was that the bear osprey?
1: Yeah, the osprey cup
4: that I gave to Amy. Yeah, the tiny bear Osprey can do, I think, roleplay-wise, probably can assist here in some way.
1: (laughs) It's just like while Amy's trying to float through it. It's like biting his snout.
4: This gives me real Scrappy-Doo vibes, honestly. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's probably not a great thing, but that's where I'm at.
1: No, something cuter.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at th- this point, the-, the duke just says, like, I cannot interfere. I have made deal. I, I am powerless here. Help me. God, I hate the duke so much. I-
1: I'm trying, you fucking lily-livered li- <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, no, I am useless here. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, like everywhere else I go, I can't do anything.
0: <laughs> oh, only here am I useless, apparently. Not everywhere else I've ever been. <laughs>
1: Amy, go to your body.
4: <laughs> so as stated, uh uh genies usually carry scimitars. This guy though, he was just running a coliseum. He's not actually uh wielding a, a traditional weapon, but I'm going to reflavor this as essentially like a, a a cutting blade of wind he summons and slashes at you, uh Lola Beans. Mm.
1: He could not.
4: Uh 16. Yeah yep 11 so he basically like uh you know thrusts his arm out at you in the the you know in an anime fashion cuts through this air, the air in like a blade and you take you get slashed um, does the same thing to Pendergrass. he's he's throwing out air blades at all of you um, do we want to roll something for the bear osprey the boss prey?
1: <laughs> what damage could that little snout do even?
4: You wanna roll a D four and just give him a little a little poke?
1: Three. Good job, little baby. <laughs> that's just, was, Max.
4: He's got a bear snout, like a bear muzzle.
1: Yeah.
4: And he just has a little bear chomp.
1: Yeah, a little bear chomp, which even for a small bear is a big chomp.
4: Yeah. That's how that works, statistically, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, i, I got bit by the tiniest people puppy, uh, like a month ago, and mm-hmm. like I was
4: bruised hard. Wow.
1: He's just, his he's teething and his jaws were so strong.
4: Powerful chompers.
1: Yeah. Um. So, the is it my turn now?
4: It sure is, yeah.
1: Okay. Um. I'm just going to do my, I just like shooting because it works. Yeah. <laughs> it works really well, so I'm going to do my four. Mm-hmm. Let's see. 17, 15, 18, 17, really? Uh,
4: 17, 18, 17 hit.
1: Uh twenty two twenty-nine again. Mm-hmm. I like that number. It's a good number of damage to do each time.
4: Uh so I think uh the abbot is once again gonna try to summon this whirlwind on top of this the sign. Um everyone dexterity saving throw as uh, uh you are all try like sucked into this whirlwind. Twenty-two yeah, so you t- can you actually describe to me because there's this whirlwind appears around the Abbey, He's trying to suck you in. You're actually like holding onto Zer's arms. What do you do not to get sucked in?
1: Um, <laughs> so stupid. I was like, what if Zer like flips me into the air like backwards, like a pancake, <laughs> and then he has to like catch me as he flies away.
4: <laughs> oh, so like- it's like okay so in order to escape the world when he throws you up and then like dives down and catches you on the way down so like, exactly yeah okay this is a very advanced maneuver
1: we're dating now so we know how to do it
4: yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when you when Start you go dating. steady you know
1: how to do like aerobics together acrobatics together
4: <laughs> you unlock the advanced techniques
1: yeah exactly <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, uh, but the so the duke does get sucked in though. Don't give
1: a shit about the. Oh wait, he has Amy's body.
4: Yeah, that's exactly where we enter this. So Zer catches you, um, and you turn with your bow to face the abbot, and he has the uh, the duke in like a, a headlock, and Amy's body is like on the on the lip of the sign now. So it's like a double hostage situation. He grabs the duke, he has him restrained, and also he can like knock Amy's body off the the sign and plummet it to the ground below. What do you do? Mhm.
1: Um. Let me. Computer. How about you? Oh, I didn't. E-
4: I didn't even mean for this to be like a. A Spider-Man Green Goblin situation.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Why am I even? It's the. It's just the Duke and Amy. Why do I? <laughs> Can we use
0: a better scenario, like in Batman Forever, where it's uh, Robin in one, and I don't remember who was the female lead in that movie or Alicia the other. Silverstone?
1: Or, no, 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 no. That, that was, was later. Forever somebody else. <laughs> uh... I love Batman and Robin.
4: You're right, Chris. This is a much better analogy in that you don't know one <laughs> of the people involved's name.
0: Um, it was the female lead, all right? I don't know. What happens if I-, I... to remember every shitty 90s movie you cast- I'm, a, yeah,
1: I'm, um, uh, Duke, you're a grown man, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll try to help if I can, but I gotta use this body. What do you do? Um, Bradley.
4: Oh, fuck, you do have a grappling hook, sick. Tell me about I have this. have a
1: grappling hook. Um, I like to, it's like, a I I like to think it's like a Yoshi kind of
4: mm-hmm.
1: move. He does with his little mouth, his little pangolin mouth. Uh-huh. Um And I'd like him to grapple Amy's body to me, where it's safe-ish.
4: All right, so the abbot's standing on the sign of the stadium. He has the duke in his hands. He has Amy's body at his feet. And then you have the panglorus shoot out his tongue and grab Amy's body, right? Yes. Okay, so then the hostage situation, the hostage taker reacts with extreme violence, which I think is with his claw genie hand, uh, just snapping the Duke's wing, or like maybe both, and just throwing I his mean, body off the sign. Oh no!
2: Hell no!
1: Don't right? do that!
4: <laughs> Don't hurt him, not the Duke.
2: <laughs> no. I didn't make a promise
1: to the Duke, so. Uh huh. No, I do feel bad though. Like. He's not, is he dead or is he just injured? I'm going to make it up to him later.
4: I, I mean, I think right now, Lola, in the heat of battle, you, do, you cannot tell necessarily. I mean, you could spend a turn doing a medicine check, but that's going to involve not facing the person who's still going to try to kill you.
1: Yeah, I'll check on him after <laughs> the abbot's dead.
4: Okay, so the abbot... I think
1: he would understand.
4: Uh huh. That I mean, the abbot is—he's challenge rating eleven, which means he's—he's balanced for an entire party of a level eleven adventurers. He's very strong. Oh, maybe I should
1: try to leave then.
4: He grabs one of the duke's wings in each hand, like near the body, and just snaps them like you know chicken wing bones, and throws the man off the sign. Who, as he plummets, you know, to the ground, just oh no! (laughs) I'll come back for
1: you later.
4: Um, but. The Pangloris, uh Bradley pulls Amy's body to you. Uh, just uh, uh, outrageously sticky that tug, and you now—I mean—so this is a lot for Zer to he- carry. And I think you're slowly descending now because this is like a three-person flight situation.
1: When can I? Call, <laughs> when can I call the animal again? <laughs> I want something fat that can land on the Duke, not the do. <laughs> It's like, oh, he's almost dead. Buy a Big animal. Come kill him the rest of the way.
4: I mean, this is uh, the last arc. So if you do this, you're you have no more animals to in season seven.
1: No, but I wanna kill him. And okay. then if I bring a big flying animal the 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 mother of the boss bray, Barbara's mom. Um, to come eat the abbot, and then they can fly us to the castle because Zer can't handle me and Amy.
4: So you want to burn your last conduit ability to summon and backup for this fight?
1: I would like to use my final uh, conduit ability to summon some backup for this fight. Backup plus transportation to the castle because we're can't we're all too big.
4: Alright, well okay, so I, this in 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 retrospect, we're not really retconning so much as we're filling in some flavor context here. Is that so when the uh, the Duke shows up with Amy's body, do you is that when you sent in for backup essentially? Yes. And then you're like trying to buy time by fighting him until the animal shows up? I feel like that's that's yes. the flavor that makes the most sense. Rather- that
1: is what I did.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just going through the script in my head. I got to send it to Netflix this week, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadlines. Hate them.
4: Yeah. <laughs> hello. Hello, Jonathan Netflix. I'm sorry, you're, you're French. Net-
1: Jonathan Netflix. I feel like it'd be like Netflix. Uh, Michael.
4: Michael Netflix.
1: <laughs> no, I'm done.
4: Um I think for added drama like the Abbot like grabs the boss spray, the baby boss spray and like one oh, yeah. clawed yeah. He's
1: going to get it.
4: Yeah. And he's like smiling wickedly. Cause he just, you know, broke the Duke's wings and he's like, return the traitor's body to me. And then the shadow falls over him.
1: <laughs> Look behind you.
4: Uh, Lauren, can you give me a more powerful picture, a mental image of a boss spray? I want to know which, which fe- features are which.
1: All right. So I'm going to go with, uh, a uh, polar bear as the kind of bear, because uh, it is the deadliest land bear, according mm-hmm. to when I googled the other week.
4: <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, or biggest predator.
1: Yeah, so he's got his big paws. Um, so it's like a paws. It's like the wings from the osprey and in like bear claws. Ooh. And then uh, bear snout. But I like to think, like a bird tail. I don't know. It's just it's just a bear with a tail, <laughs> the tail and wings, I guess.
4: We absolutely had a conversation earlier in the sh- in the show where I was like, "I'm not. I'm deliberately not doing any bear hybrids because that's the joke is the the owl bear." <laughs> so to end uh, the season with yeah. the big bear is definitely owning me personally.
1: <laughs> Get owned. Can it bite his head?
4: It can do whatever you want. You tell me.
1: I really want it to bite his head.
4: Yeah. So they can oh so Crush like heads. the 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 boss spray lands on the sign which malfunctions and like basically starts like just displaying messages just like game over victory and then it bites his head clean off and then there's a spray of blood like confetti
1: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna yell down hey duke you okay
4: <laughs> that's the question huh So the rest of the party lands on the castle walls. Um uneventful, no rolls because of the this the decisions you made to get here. So you can look down on the cruise ship and you just see people milling around. There's uh 6,000 people in this ship. I would say probably like uh the majority, like 5,000 or so are genasi with like some humans and dwarves. These are the the privileged class and then there's probably like 1,000 mostly like slaves mostly moles
3: does anyone seem concerned by our having landed on on this on on the ship
4: no one has seen you yet you okay. land you land on the castle walls like this should be where there should be an archer in here whose job it is to shoot you but he is now currently uh being killed on a battlefield and you know in, near the gore fields so you just land in his tower and he probably you know there's a chair here probably he left a magazine as like archers weekly
0: <laughs> tony i remember him
4: <laughs> <laughs> um so i th- one of you has a map to this place you know exactly where to go i'm not gonna make you roll for that
0: all right I- I'm gonna start leading us there i i
3: knew this thing was big but until we got inside it i didn't really get that whole sense of we are real. The- the- what's the, what's the phrase for it? In the belly of the beast. We are. We are real, real in here, huh?
0: And oh, what a belly!
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's the Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. It's, oh, what a belly! <laughs> do, do. Oh, I
1: love the Four Seasons, Chris.
0: Well, you're welcome. I gave you a little reminder that they exist today.
1: I really appreciate that. You
0: know what you should do? You should watch uh, that movie that Clint Eastwood directed. No, no, great. no.
1: Because uh, when I say <laughs> I love the Four Seasons, I say I love the Jersey Boys original Broadway production soundtrack.
0: So it is Lucky Luciano from Boardwalk Empire, and how dare you? Yep,
1: yep, yep. Also, the fun fact: sorry, nobody else cares. Uh, the guy who plays Frankie in the movie is the same guy who did it on Broadway. So that's
3: cool How concerned mm, If this goes sideways we're going to have a lot of work To do to, to get out in one piece Huh
5: No no if it goes sideways we will be killed <laughs> yeah. there, is, there is no Leaving this with the mission half finished Yeah I, I'll
3: put this one up on the shelf Because the stake is is high
4: mm. <laughs> God damn it This cow is smoking weed folks Because the stakes are high <laughs>
1: that on my tombstone again
4: sorry that's an m&m lyric lauren you can't have that one.
1: Oh, it really is uh, i don't <laughs> like it anymore
4: i know i'm sorry about that's it.
3: fine as long as you die after m&m he probably won't be able to sue you <laughs> i guess ghost will try
4: isn't that no for being litigious anyway <laughs> No, he didn't. He didn't engage Maybe in the a ghost will be awesome. legal
2: battle with his mother for God knows how long.
4: She sued him, and the government sued him. Anyway, it's a long story. <laughs> Why do I know some? Why, like, M&M? M&M Why are you a wow. M&M? like a big Eminem
0: Stan? Why are you? uh Excuse me, really no. Out. The
4: mother sued him.
3: Chris Stan is a an interesting word choice for Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
4: It all comes back around. This cannot be the conversation we're having <laughs> as the party arrives to a living nuclear bomb.
0: Remember old cartoon Remember all Cartoon Network Boomerang, it's all coming back to you. That was their tagline <laughs> and you could go watch some Huckleberry Finn.
1: <laughs> Ooh, and Laughapalooza. Palooza. Huckleberry
0: Hound. Sorry, Huckleberry Finn's an actual
3: thing. Honestly, <laughs> I imagine this is the level of conversation the three of us are having because we don't want to deal with the fact that we're about to go talk to an explosive person that is a concern you know did she's just gonna talk about bullshit on the way
1: there does that mean m exists in the book po- this post-apocalyptic
4: no I, I like that it's like you're all talking about huckleberry hound for like a minute a solid minute of screen time as the camera slowly zooms out and reveals you've been standing in front of the door and just not opening it because you're <laughs> just you're dreading what's on the other side um because you you've you basically make your way down to the bottom of this ship, uh, successfully avoiding being spotted by anybody who would be motivated to tattle on you using the map you made in the library. Uh, there's a huge lead door down here, and you know on the other side is the plutonium elemental. Now, uh, we don't really do puzzles here on Dice Funk. I don't think they're particularly fun to to play or listen to?
3: No, you don't want us to have to write down the letters and the numbers on a piece of paper and try and try and spot the anagram?
4: No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have different colored gems going into different shaped slots. I don't want to do...
3: Oh, uh, the trick is you got to put the purple one in upside down. That's the trick. <laughs> can,
4: can we stop to acknowledge
0: that Tomb Raider was the best video game movie of all time because it included a stupid color crystal puzzle in the movie? <laughs>
4: Uh, Dungeons and Dragons does have a long history of that, though, but this is the closest I think we're going to get, which is a conversational puzzle (laughs) or a social puzzle, which is to say, on the other side of this door, there's a plutonium elemental. You need to keep it from killing all 6,000 people on the ship. One of you needs to go inside. You cannot use psionics through the lead. Uh, Superman rules. Uh, But whoever goes in this room, uh, just, just cards on the table... You you will be hit with a lethal dose of radiation if this goes badly.
3: So, not Bramwell.
5: (laughs) Ah, That sounds just fine. I've got limited time as it is.
3: I don't mind going in. I'm pretty sturdy. I'll probably be okay. Mm,
5: I don't think it's a case of sturdiness. No, I know, I know, but... I think we stand to lose a lot more by losing you than losing another old soldier. It's what we do.
2: Uh, it doesn't matter. Without Lola to talk to the thing, I, unless you're gonna understand what it's thinking, uh, I'm the only one who can do it.
3: I mean, I can detect thoughts, but that's not gonna help me... Communicate back in any way. Like, I might be able to know what's going on in its head. I just don't know what I can do with that.
4: This is also like a brutal final social boss for Vareen because his character was a charisma build. (laughs) And then. Uh And now it's gone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That tickles me in a way that it's hard to articulate. It's very good. Vareen's gonna put
2: his uh, upper. Hand on Bramwell's shoulder and just say, I'll be fine. It, I can take a few more punches these days. And opens up the lead door and marches in.
5: I have faith in you, son. Ugh. Don't talk to me about faith.
2: <laughs>
5: you
3: have always been the better talker, <laughs> and I still think you are you're less likely than me if i go in there i'm just I, i'd last like three seconds max you're gonna you're gonna do great
2: yeah yeah um just uh you know don't rush in and Verine closes the door
4: Verine, you find yourself in a i almost say dimly lit room um there might even be no light do you have dark vision uh, let me check. Did I give get give Farine dark Darkfish? I did. Yeah, I remember you said cat eyes. So yeah, I, yeah. I would say that this is actually like a pitch black uh cell almost. It's it's a definitely dungeon esque. Um, but as you walk in, your cat eyes open up, and you are able to see what is a pretty depressing, lonely place. Uh, there's not much in here. I you see in the center of the room. What is a, uh, you know, it's a plutonium elemental, Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's, I don't know what you were expecting. Uh, It's difficult uh, to imagine something made out of metal as being emaciated, but that is kind of the the vibe you get. (laughs) I mean, Laura, you know Registeel, of course, the Pokemon.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Imagine if Registeel was uh, trying to be uh, Christian Bale and the the Mechanist or the Machinist, it's it's very upsetting.
3: Uh, yeah, that's that's not a fun image.
4: It's 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 made out of it's like a silvery metal, but it's it's strangely thin um, and fragile looking. Uh, but plutonium being an incredibly he- heavy element, uh, even even this thing, which looks like uh, it should be like the weight of a you know. Human, probably at its size, but when it steps to the ground, like the metal floor bends beneath it because that's how dense it is. But it does have this kind of fragility to it. Um, it looks up at you, and I think you see at this point, <laughs> Conrad just put a, a Registeel into the chat that looks like it's a PlayStation 5 version. <laughs> that's. <laughs> <whew>. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: yeah pretty, looks like. pretty much yeah honestly did not have <laughs> not seen that image that's what i'm going for what if registeel was a playstation 5 <laughs> um i will say one added detail here is that it is uh there are pink salt crystals like around the the perimeter of the room almost it seems like some kind of monitoring system or uh, basically the God King's influence in the room is such that it's almost like a panic button. Like if you breach the throne room, he can in some way, like send out a signal, which will detonate this thing. Um, in addition, I think it's feet are probably encased in p- pink salt into the floor so that it can't really move. Like, bo- like um, like, you know, the, um, cement shoes gangsters <laughs> get for their throne in the river like right. that, but pink salt. Um, just so that if it tries to like make a run forward or something, the God King can turn its feet off essentially.
2: So, uh, Vareen is going to just right out the gate,
4: cast, uh, comprehend languages. Definitely. Do you want to read that for the audience? So I know the exact contours of that spell.
2: Yeah. So, uh, for the next hour, I can understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that I hear. I can also understand any written language seen, but must be touching the surface on which it's written.
4: And yeah, that's pretty much it. So you use this once before, I believe, the season in the glass forest over here, the, the Merciel who are going to ambush you. Very, that was a very fun use of it. Mm-hmm. This is more straightforward. So if Lola was here, she would just speak primordial back and forth, but with comprehend language, you can understand it, but it cannot understand you. So this is... Uh, what is that movie? Arrival. The Arrival? Arrival. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yes, Arrival. <laughs> it's The never liter-
0: told you my Arrival
4: story? No, tell me about that.
0: Uh, so I was in an anthropology class and the teacher was starting to try to like we were trying to describe like the differences of languages and she she started like trying to explain Arrival and I was like, I definitely saw that movie. I remember not super loving it at the end. And I couldn't remember why. And she decided she was like, oh, I'll play a couple minutes for class. And we started playing like the last 15 minutes of the movie and like. It hit me all at once, and I just started laughing in class because I was like, wait a minute. The end's like the whole thing was time travel and shit like that. Everyone else in the class is going to have no idea what's happening yeah, because it's just like it's a montage of scenes that you're like, oh, it's all happening at the same time. And the teacher was just like, maybe we didn't make a lot of sense.
4: Yeah, it's the uh. I See Dead People montage where everything makes sense now. Yep. But if you haven't seen Bruce Willis having the quiet dinners with his wife where she doesn't acknowledge him, you don't understand why all that matters.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, Vereen is going to very slowly approach it with the arms up, all of them, <laughs> moving very slowly in its direction.
4: Yeah. I think it looks up at you. I think at first it probably thinks you're just here bring to bring some kind of food. It doesn't eat like people food, but um, they probably bring it some kind of a magical energy or something to keep it alive. Um, and it probably assumes that's what's happening because that's what happens every day. And then you don't have food, so it looks at you more closely and says, "Hello, oh, hello."
2: Oh. I'm so bad with kids.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, it's a baby. (sighs) Just treat it the opposite of how you treated your fake son.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, the parallels, the cinematic poetry.
2: (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, right? So... Vareen's immediately, um, concerned. (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, This was supposed to be a big frightening monster thing, Mm -hmm. which this very clearly is not.
4: Yeah, I think even like the like you didn't see what Claire saw in the nuclear plant, but she saw like a security camera feed of the God King taking this out of the reactor. Right. And at that time, it was much more registeel than it is now. Like the uh, this is only for the Netflix uh, uh, Michael Netflix in the future. <laughs> Michael
1: Netflix, Michelle
4: Netflix, Michelle Netflix. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it, it it used to be much more physically intimidating, and now it it is not. But you would not know that. So oh,
1: feed it.
4: Um,
2: (laughs) let's, let's put a pin in that for just a moment, shall we, Lauren? We have yet to determine what it eats.
1: But it said, hello. (laughs) That's such an easy mark.
2: (laughs) I'm just, you know, I've seen Little Shop.
1: No, that's true. That's what I'm
2: getting at here. Which
1: is on HBO now, by the way, everybody who needs to know. She
2: <laughs> you have
4: HBO. me. It's
1: like the one thing I have.
4: The <laughs> <laughs> One thing I have in this cruel universe.
1: <laughs> Literally.
4: We keep having digressions because no one wants to say something that's going to get them irradiated. And I understand that. That's a nor- That's a natural impulse.
2: So um, Vereen's going to uh, kneel down. And, um, I, see, that's the problem now is it's one thing to communicate with something that I could anticipate could understand, but I have no expectation of that now.
1: <coughs> do you hold your hand now? Like when you meet a new dog?
2: <laughs> oh God, don't. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's, it's not an animal. It's
1: nice a little baby. No, I know. <laughs> that's all I know how to do.
2: Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the, like, the method by which to communicate this physically even is. Um,
1: I was just saying say, maybe bring one of the methods in, because they probably speak primordial, but they'd be a bad translator. I feel like they'd say everything no, terrible.
4: No, they're, they're immediately going to get everyone killed. They'll make a joke,
2: <laughs> and that's, that'll, uh No. Yeah, um, because
1: she'd be like, tell it it's safe and you can come with us. And then I was going to be like, fuck you.
2: (laughs) Probably, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Varine's going to kneel down and um, uh, gesture with one of his hands upward and then uh, towards his mouth. um, As if to, like, are you
4: hungry? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so why don't you roll performance? Okay. Uh, 11. All right, so that's above average, so nothing bad happens. But that's i was looking good looking for, for 15 to advance in a positive direction, I think uh, you point at your own mouth, and it just reaches out a tentative hand and touches your mouth, because it thinks that's what you want. Oh. <laughs> and it, it just gives you a mouth boop. And it says, oh. Is, did I do good? Oh. I'm going to cry.
2: I've been oh. so sleepy lately. Um,
4: don't ver- be mad,
3: oh no <laughs> does does it's a baby. Uh, does it have a a face that is conveying emotions in the way that 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 we would that you can at least mimic like a I'm not mad?
4: No, no, I don't think it does. I think it just has a plain metal face that Verine cannot connect to on a an anthropomorphic level. Well, no,
2: but but he does know what a hug is, and <gasps> and Verine's just gonna wrap all four arms around that, and yeah,
4: you did okay.
1: Oh, I'm gonna cry. Oh. This is so cute.
4: Do we think that's persuasion?
3: Um,
0: I would say intimidate. <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's a
2: baby! Um, please, please don't botch, Conrad! I, I, I would actually go. We see. I would, and and it really doesn't matter from a mathematical standpoint. But I would actually say insight would be the thing to roll for that. Yeah. Um, but it's a crit. Whoa, oh my God! No, you yeah. cannot defuse
3: oh. a nuclear bomb
4: with a hug, you son of a bitch!
3: Hell yeah, you can.